can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. I live it's been super hot like 100 plus weather and i'm ready for a break uh yeah by two o'clock you're like oh no i gotta go home i can't be doing this but then keep in mind you know i'm at like a, equipment sets with tons of concrete and no trees because they just built their pool so it feels like you know 115 there definitely been starting my days a lot earlier making sure I get the big jobs done in the morning, early afternoon, and then go do my smaller jobs, you know, the rest of the day. Can't really tell customers, sorry, it's 103 out. I can't come to your house today. That kind of will put you behind. But yeah, I'm ready for the fall to come, which uh, in my area means fire season. So hopefully it won't be too bad where, you know, I can breathe. Anywho, today... I wanted to also mention that we do have pool show season coming up and I wanted to mention it today so that you guys, if there's a show you're interested in, you can start looking at how much it's going to cost. If you have to fly there, get a room, all the expenses of that. I know for myself, I like to book things in advance. That way I get better pricing. Uh, I know what to expect when you do it kind of last minute, things get pricier. So, um, some of the shows that are coming up. So in October, we have the pie show, which is in Monterey, California. It'll be October 6th through the 8th. This show has been around for a long time. I remember going as a kid to this one almost every year. Um, I still go to it now. I find that it's a great networking show to meet people and get to know other service companies in your area and just, you know, get to know one another. That way you have that, that person you can call when you have a question. So I like the last show I went to of the pie show was last uh, September. And I met somebody that now I call all the time for any Jandy questions. If I can't get hold of the reps, you know, I have someone for Pentair. I have other pool companies that are inside my area and I they refer work to me. I refer work to them. They also do have seminars that you can go to. You know, all the big manufacturers do it. I know that uh, you'll find Hayward, Jandy. Um, I know Aquacal will be there doing a heat pump class. Uh, it seems like there's going to be a lot of heat pump classes this year. So definitely check that out. You can find them at the pool. It's like poolindustryexpo.com. Or you can find them on Facebook. They are on there. There's also going to be the Aqua Show, which is the one that's uh, done by Aqua Magazine. It is a big show that it's big like the international show. And it's going to be October 5th through 7th in Charlotte, North Carolina, I believe. Uh, Rudy actually will be speaking at this conference um, on October 5th. 
So definitely check out that show and see what's going on. The next one we will have is the World Aquatic Health Conference. It will be in Houston, Texas, October 10th through 14th. This one has um, a few tabletops, but from what I hear from people is this is the show to go to for the pool nerds. There's nothing wrong with being a pool nerd. Sometimes I think I'm one. So definitely check that one out. And then, of course, we have the International Pool Spa Patio Expo, November 12th through 17th in Las Vegas. I will definitely be at that one as well. And I would I would start looking at rooms for any of these shows so you can get the better deal. I know I went uh, for the international show. I went on their website and they have lo- listed lodging just like uh, the Pi, the Aquatic, and the Aqua show will have. And they have some special deals with, with certain, you know, hotels. And you can usually find some for pretty cheap. Um, I got mine for like $70 a night. But, you know, things change. So I would get on top of that. So, yeah, just get out there, network with everyone, start taking classes so you can be the best pool professional possible to your people. It absorbs moisture as to, and starts hydrating as soon as it starts getting mixed. And in the first four weeks of the plaster being done and the pool full, it cures up to 60%. So it's firm. It's it's still soft during those four weeks. Obviously, there's things like, you know, wait to put your pool cleaner in, wait to go swimming so that you don't have indentations, you're safe, you know, the water during this process is everywhere. This is the time where we're trying to get the chemicals, you know, dialed in safe, you know, make sure that it's not damaging the surface. Everything looks nice. And to be honest, there are so many different startups. There's, you know, the bicarb startup, there's the Arinda startup, there's hot start, there's national plaster council. And like Heather had mentioned in a previous episode about, you know, protecting your warranty on plaster. You want to make sure that you, you know what you're doing. If you're going to do them, you need to, like she said, do what will stand up in court, you know, national plaster council will, you want to make sure that you're doing what the plaster company wants, which is hopefully what the manufacturer of the material wants. Um, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it and you have to also realize there's a lot of liability at doing it. So you want to do it right if you're going to do it. Now, I think that service companies also that don't do startups should understand at least a a majority of what a startup process is and why. Because when you're going into that yard to just, let's say you're just going to bid the job. Hey, I need a pool service when the the startup's done, currently have a startup company. How much for service? Well, a lot of times, you know, pool companies want to go out there and take a look and see what the equipment is, see what the pool is, look at the yard, the usage, etc. And sometimes they want to test the water. Well, I would recommend you ask them, 
are you currently in your startup? How far along are you in your startup? What, you know, who put your plaster in? Who's doing the startup? And do you know what method they're using? If you go in there at day three and test the water, I'm going to tell you, everything's going to be just everywhere most of the time. It, it is. The pH is going to be super high. The calcium level may not be where it needs to be yet. Um, you Let's say it's a quartz surface. Well, quartz surfaces that aren't acid washed go through a lot of acid. And you know maybe the, the level isn't where you want it. After you test that water and you tell the customer, oh my gosh, the LSI is completely out of whack. You, your pool is going to be ruined. That makes it so then the pool, the person doing the startup, if it's from the builder, the plaster company, someone they hired, you're going to make them look like they're not doing their job right. And if you know how plaster can be, you'll know that the pH on those things can go really high, really fast. You will know that the alkalinity will be everywhere because you're trying to regulate it with, you know, acid for the pH and, and adding bicarb to it, depending on the startup. Um, there's just so many variables that I really, if it was me going into a pool, I knew someone was doing the startup, unless I can prove that they're doing something completely wrong, why undermine their their expertise. You wouldn't like that if they came into your yard and said, they're not doing a good job on your service, right? So that is a big recommendation is find out more information, understand what the process is. That way, you know, you're not going to be head to head with the startup company, the builder, and, and that, you know, you're the service person. Cause we all want to work together. I know I don't do weekly service. I do startups. I do repairs. So it's good for me to know other pool companies who offer weekly service so that, you know, we can help each other out. I give you business. You give me business. Obviously I want you to feel comfortable with how I do things. Um, it's just, that's what's necessary. And keep in mind, the plaster is not completely cured after that four weeks. It's only 60%. You know, it could take eight months, 10 months. It could take a year sometimes for that to be fully cured. And, everybody's goal is to make sure that that surface looks as gorgeous as possible and lasts as long as we can. Uh, I even tell my customers when I'm doing the startup, especially if they have like, um, you know, the exposed aggregate surfaces. Hey, after the first four weeks, yeah, a majority of the way it, it looks is going to be the way it looks, but there's still more time and you need to make sure that your pool surface maintains the LSI on those pools because, you know, it's still curing. And let's say they have a pebble surface and they added the abalone so it sparkles and looks gorgeous in the sun. And, you know, when I'm done with them, a majority of it looks really good. It sparkles. But I do let them know, you know, over the next three to four months is when it really is going to just sparkle and look its best as long as, you know, everything is taken care of. So crucial thing after the startup and you start taking it over is make sure that you keep your your water chemistry in line. And yes, it can be very difficult to keep that pH down, especially if you're only going there once a week, because you go there, it's over eight, eight, you know, it could be almost to nine and you have to adjust it the one day that you're there and come back and it's, and you may be like, oh my gosh, it's always high. Unfortunately, that's the way plaster is. And, but that is a sign that it's curing and doing what it needs to do. So don't, 
take always being high as a problem. It's just a fact of taking over a pool that's just been newly resurfaced. It's just a fact of life when it comes to it. Um, you know, I do love when I have builders that I work for and do startups and they put, um, you know, chemical feeders on their pools, especially, you know, because of our chlorine shortages, it seems like every builder is putting a salt cell on every single one of their pools, which, hey, that makes our job way easier, right? Uh, we don't have to put tabs in there, which makes it so our customers are happy. They don't have this thing floating in the water, but we also aren't raising our CYA. And just those things are even more nicer because sink. If you have an acid feeding tank on your pool with the salt cell, that's going to help with changing that pH regularly in little increments. So it'll stay steady. It's not going to go all over the place like it normally does. Yes, keep keep an eye out on your alkalinity since it is feeding it regularly. But think that could help you so much when you have one of those pools. So those are just some things that I really like. But you know, not every pool can do that because of whatever budget the the pool owner has. Um, also, keep in mind, what I want to have as my target ranges for chemicals when I leave my startup process may be different than the next guy. It may be different than the guy five houses down. It could be different than, you know, my friend's company. Everybody has a different target range. Obviously, we want to have it so that the LSI is with within range. But keep in mind, you know, you got temp temperature change. You have depending on what chlorine you're putting in there, if if you're gonna add calcium to it or conditioner, you know, there's all these things. So just because they didn't put it to what you want it, don't take that as they didn't do the startup correctly. You know, it just it that's where they want to start. I know some people they decide to go on the lower end of the range, but still within you know LSI uh, limits because they want to give wiggle room for the service person or, or customer to add chemicals. So let's say a uh, conditioner, for example, you may want it to be 80, but I'm going to put it at 35 because I don't want you to have to drain the pool in six months, you know, um, Maybe the calcium, for example, you like it at 350, but John puts it at 200. There's no such thing as bad limits when they're within the limits and the LSI. Um, I did ask some companies, uh, plaster companies, service companies that do, you know, startups and, so and ask them, you know, what, What's something that you would like to give the servicer and let them know that would help them out? And I did have one company tell me, you know, that tri using trichlor, gra any granular chlorine shocks is actually very bad for fresh plaster, even after the startup is done. It's better to use liquid chlorine instead, which can make sense. You know, you don't want the granulars to stick on the surface. You don't, you're, you want to be careful at raising your calcium up too fast you know, stuff like that. You don't want a tab floater, you know, just sitting on the step. Or what if you have a tab feeder, you know, in line or offline at the equipment and you have a return that's right above the step and the pump going whatever, you know, a high speed, you know, that could be very acidic sometimes, you know. Um, another person, 
another company said, make sure the pH is right and there should be no problems. You know, pH is very crucial when it comes to that surface, especially since it does increase it. Um, in my experience, I've, de- I've noticed it starts to kind of level off within eight, eight to 10, uh, 12 months. Um, but every pool's different, you know. I love to say we literally <laughs> kind of like people have for their business name. We are pool doctors. Every pool is different. Just like every person is different. Um, another company commented that um, the pool guy that says color loss is from non-organic color is a jackass. I guess. Well, that makes sense. Doesn't it? So uh, it was pretty interesting what some of these people had to say, you know, um, Biggest thing is just understand that everybody does things differently. Doesn't mean it's the wrong way. Um, A lot of us startup people, we prefer the company that does the plaster to let us know how they would like the startup done. Uh, An example would be quartz surface. If it's not um, acid wash, which most of the time it's not, um, they want a hot start on it. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Um, it's pretty much just an, an acid startup. Um, you know, I, I know I've asked companies, Hey, I'm doing this pool. They have a pebble tech surface. What do you like? Okay. First time I started doing startups that's exactly what I did. I called the com- plaster company. I was like, Hey, can you give me some instructions of what you want for that surface? And the lady said, no, we don't give that out because of liability issues. I was like, okay. And then I was like, yeah, I went, I, I'm starting to do startups. This is, this is how I, I've been doing it. And they're like, well, we don't give any names out because it could be liability issue. If, you know, if we recommend you, you do something wrong, we're liable, which I have seen that happen where I went in the pool plaster was falling apart. You put your hand through it. And that company plaster company had recommended the startup people for the initial plaster. And they found out they never put calcium in the pool. And because the plaster company recommended them, they had to replaster that pool for free. Um, Let's just say on that particular startup, I made sure to document every little thing. And I took care of that pool for two years and I documented it all because I wasn't taking any chances. Just like I had some issues where the, no matter what, no matter how much calcium I put in it, it just kept rising, which, hey, it's part, of, it's, it's fir- getting firm and, you know, setting. Well, the plaster company asked me to raise it a uh, hundred parts per million higher than where we're at, which was already pretty high on this, the, the scale. And so I was like, okay, since that was, that's what you want, send it to me in writing. I documented it and went on. Um. So, you know, just keep in mind, plaster startups, they're, they're, there's a lot of risk, but, you know, people who do them hopefully know what they are. Um, another thing that I run into and a lot of other people run into, especially when you have customers calling, hey, I just, I'm getting my pool plaster, I need a startup person. And then I give them the price and they're like, oh, but so-and-so will do it for $150 or $200 or $300. And then I explained to them my process and why I do it the way I do and why it's so much. And I asked them, I'm like, does, what are they doing? 
did you ask them what their process is? And they're like, well, they're just throwing a bunch of chemicals in and, and that's it. That's not doing a startup on a pro on a pool. That's doing a startup on an existing pool. Let's say you drain the pool because it was green or you were doing an acid wash. Okay, that's a startup on an existing pool or one of those, but it's definitely not for your brand new plaster. Um, so everyone, I just I guess the, the biggest thing I have to say is be careful when you go into yards. Make sure you know the answers. Make sure you understand the processes. You, If it's something that you don't want to do, that's fine. If it's something that you think you're interested in, want to learn more, take classes on it. You know, go watch uh, people who do do it and see how their process is and why and have them explain everything. If someone does a process the right way, they're going to know all the answers and why. Uh, I know for myself, I don't commit to just one startup. I commit to um, whatever's best for that pool surface and whatever the plaster company wants me to do for their pool surface. That way they can warranty their product instead of me going in there and just doing it. However, you know, just because a quartz surface may need a hot startup doesn't mean a pebble surface does. Um, you know, a pool that has very little dust, you know, that may not need them as aggressive of a um, startup as something else. You know, you have to look at all the variables that are in it. Um, but just be mindful of, you know, other companies who are working on pools. If you have questions and you want to take the pool over, you know, contact the startup person. Most of them are really, really nice and they'll definitely like give you that information if you want it or answer any questions that you might have or anything like that. Um, but I guess you could say it's kind of like that episode we said about going into um, other people's yards, you know, Res respect that. Um, that startup, that's that startup person's yard until, you know, they're done. They were hired for it. So that's about it on the subject. You know, I'm only one person, so it's not able to be any longer. Um, if you have any questions or anything like that, feel free to contact us anytime. Um, please let us know what you want to hear us talk about. You know, I would love to get feedback from you and know what kind of episodes you would like me to do in the future or subjects you'd want to learn more about. Um, you can find us and rate us on uh, all of the streaming places such as Apple, Spotify. Um, you could also send us an email to talkingpools at gmail.com or message any of us on any of our social media. And I really appreciate you listening today and I hope you have a great week and we will talk to you soon. Bye.
I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 